Welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. Good to be here. How are we going, boys? Hello. Very well. Very well. <laughs> Hanging in scream, and it hasn't set me off tonight. It's no, actually, it's but, but you fucking interrupted Dylan during his intro, and you accused me of doing the same thing last week. So you are a hypocrite. Hayden, let's not swear. We are now on the verge of becoming the official pod of the Jack Jumpers. So let's not swear. So do you want to update us on where we're currently at with all that? Or? Um, it, something's come across my desk. We're having chats. We're getting there. Uh, D- so don't be surprised if the logo turns green soon. What? <laughs> yeah. The okay. green logo. We're moving. That just wouldn't be right. We what are would moving, we do with all of our merch? We're moving to Tassie. What would we do with all of our blue merch that we've ordered? Uh, it's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> yes. I might just delay it. Okay. <laughs> have you boys ever been to Tassie? Yes. No. I have. You've been to Tassie? I have. Yep. Is it well, true that people date their cousins? Yes. Not just date their cousins. Go down the well with that one. Ah, right. <laughs> Go down the well. Go down the well. <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> There's a lot of water I'm at the bottom of that step, world. I'm stuck, bro. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe we don't. Maybe we avoid that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let's go to southeast <laughs> Melbourne, Phoenix. Yeah. 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 Mm. Do, you like, do you guys like Jack Way Watt? Yeah, he's yeah, all right. Yeah, he's a bit of a toss. He has his moments. From Tasmania? Yeah, oh, I know. That makes sense. Yeah. Nick yeah. Raywalt? I love Nick Raywalt. Yeah. Is he from Tasmania too? If I told you both that he is now obsessed with riding bikes and wearing Lycra, would you still like him? Oh, Nick Rayall? Yep. Yes. I'd still like him. Yes. Okay, well, yeah. he's from Tasmania as well. So, you know, cousins, brothers, do we really know? <laughs> no, Mother, sure. father. Yeah, <laughs> sister, cousin. So, um, yeah, Jack Jumpers, look, sign yeah, us. Yeah, what right, we'll, we'll, um, we'll be your official pod. Where is this guy? So, anyway, play the intro. <laughs> I've already played it. I should have anyway. Roller, 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 roller. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. All right, this first one of the people's voice comes people from... People's voice or people's? Is it plural or not? People's. You said people. People's. I said people's. It's people mm. with a comma, so mm. it's not... Yeah, it's Keep multiple. Apostrophe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not comma. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> mm. You were right. Hayden's not. This one comes from Tom Dawes. He is a two-parter. Always like a two-time question. Number one, who are the bigger AFL pretenders? The Melbourne Demons or the Brisbane Lions? Oh, it's a hard one. Like, I don't like calling Melbourne the pretenders. I I can't call a team that only beats top eight teams pretenders. <laughs> yes. So you can't call a team that actually versus and beats the teams they're going to verse at the end of the season pretenders. Uh, I agree. They, they, they fell asleep against Hawthorne because they're like, well, fuck rocking up against Hawthorne. And it's I Hawthorne. had an empty MCG yep. late in the year, cold night. Yep. Yeah. You know, no got, James Harms. He's got grommets. Yep. yep. <laughs> and you got Sam Frost, who's the key back of the century down the other end for Hawthorne. So, don't even know if he played, to be honest. But He did. He did? He definitely um, did. But then, so, the drama with Brisbane as well, pretenders, well, Darcy Gardner, love or hate him, the most unknown key defender in the AFL. He's actually a top five, top ten key defender when it comes to numbers statistically beating their bloke one-on-one. Okay, where are you going with he's this? He's been out for 10 weeks. <laughs> okay, okay, there you go. Right. Didn't even yeah. notice. No, yeah. I know, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Um, then you have Lockie Neal's been in and out of the side. 
Then you have... And he sucked. Brought him yep. in this fucking fantasy. Dog. There was another one who got injured as well. I think it was Lions or... I keep mixing up Lions and there's another one. No, Lions was fine. I mix up Lions and oh, Barry. McCarthy. Barry. Barry's the other one. I think it might same. be Barry. Okay. I think we'll it might go with be Barry. Jared Barry. So he's been injured for a while too and now Hipwood's out with an ACL. Correct. So... Um, and Cam Rayner's out with an ACL as well. He's been out all season. So, But in saying that, everyone's had injuries. Okay. Well, I predicted Brisbane to have... You okay, Dill? Yeah. You are about to sneeze, weren't you? Nope. Nope. That's really <laughs> weird. Dill's just let out the biggest sigh, and I think it is because Cobbley is raving on again. No, no, I was just... I thought I was, you were yawning. I was constructing breathing apparatus with kelp. <laughs> what? Are you okay, man? What were you doing? How have we started? Constructing... <laughs> How have we started here? <laughs> this is the worst out You lions don't stand a chance. Uh, tuna, the other guys. Come on, boys. Um, oh, big Tuna. Say, all I'm going to say to finish, if you have to pick one out of the two, it's certainly Brisbane. Yeah, definitely. Um, Who is that? No, I'm serious. Who is that? It's my old lady. <laughs> yes. Now, um, we're going to go into football a bit later. I'm going to crunch some numbers for ah. our listeners. Yes, love numbers being crunched. No, mm. seriously, Alan, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Go and watch the other guy, so good. Oh. Steve. Steve. And his his second part of that was, like Toby and Tobias, is Kobe's full name, Cobias. <laughs> Don't mind that. I am quite surprised you haven't really gotten around Kobe Bryant. It's actually Cobias Crippenson. That's my real name. Cobias <laughs> <laughs> Crippenson. Can you somehow fit, y- now I'm not even going to try name it or say it on the pod, but Giannis's last name, can you try fit that? Into yours, or fit your name into that, something like that. Cabianus, <laughs> Chris Banner Culpo. Oh, that's good. No, that's not, Oi, good. not bad. Yeah. No, it is just Kobe. Brilliant. Thanks mm. for clarifying. Oh, good. Uh, this one comes from Kenny. Bench one player in their prime. So we've got six players here. We're benching one player in their prime. LeBron, Kobe, Jordan, Steph. KD and Shaq. Kenny, get your original content, mate. I saw this on Facebook today. Was it ESPN? Sports Center. Oh, Kenny. Oh, well, techni- no, no. Technically, he just sent me the post. He oh. didn't say, like, write it to make it look like it was his. So, so I'm, I'm assuming this is positionless. Like, take out big fellas. You need one big fella. Yeah, take it out. Yeah. Read it again, just in case. Just the best players ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking uh, Curry out, I think. Yeah, I'm taking... taking Steph's yeah, coming I off the bench so. for me. I need some yeah. shooting off the pine with that team. I, yeah, I think so. It, this is this is this one would be good for like if you had an opposition ready to go, so you could sort of yeah, sort of Monsters, do that. Monsters, Monsters. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe KD for me. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm. I get the feeling you're not a, the biggest KD fan. Yeah. What? What in terms of how I like KD? Uh, like, do you love him? Do you appreciate that he is the most gifted basketball player? In the planet right now, from an all-round sense. Now, see, I feel like Dill just loves an underdog. Loves a hard-working Slovenian underdog. You can't tell me, <laughs> but Katie's not him. You, so I, I'm sure there. Don't be talk someone, about my motherland like that. I'm sure there'll be someone from the '90s or early 2000s or something. But I, with his physical and athletic traits and his abilities, I don't think there is anyone more naturally gifted as a basketball player than Kevin Durant. Seven one. Let's be honest. He's seven foot. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. So people saying we get we, it. We're not arguing. No, no, we're not no, arguing. No. You're arguing with yourself. No, there's people so many times. There's people that sit there and go, "Oh, he's six nine or something like that." No, he's seven foot, best shooter 
I've ever seen at his height. Yes. Or around that rough height. Yes. And defends unbelievably. Yes. Yeah, but Shaq's thick. It's <laughs> Shaq's thick and he's got money. He's got Krispy Kreme Atlanta money. Do you appreciate that enough, Dill, you think? Of course I appreciate her. But you just like him. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. All right, we're moving on. Move I pick, on. I pick, I pick KD to bench. Uh, this next one is from Brendan O'Kane. Bring Brendan O'Kane on the show. Who? Okay. Okay, next week. Come on. What time is it? When are you available? <laughs> and a- answer that. Yeah. And, answer me and, that. And can you talk on the pod? Yeah, doubt it. Would he be- <laughs> <laughs> Does he actually listen, Brendan? Oh, who knows? Yeah, every week. Probably. Everyone listens. Yeah. Uh, this one we means- actually got to 27 billion downloads the other day because mm. every single person in the world has now listened. Excellent. That's how good we are. They've all listened eight times. Yes. Yeah. That's how we- <laughs> and that's how many people are in Tasmania. So. <laughs> oh, you're so off tonight. <laughs> uh, cold Blood Flood says... Who has the who? best? No, who? Cold, what name is that? Cold Blood Flood. Cold Blood Flood. Carlin who? Flood. What's his name? Carlin Flood. Cold Blood Flood. Never heard cold of blood. I'm really interested to hear what he is. Is there an underscore in there? Two underscores. Of course. Cold I underscore blood underscore flood. Um, who has the best offensive line in Gridiron West? The well, Rockingham Vipers. It's, that's incorrect. Because we put up <laughs> we put up 36 on that fucking offensive line in the, in the West Bowl last year. It's the Swan City Titans. It's probably it's probably because your boy is on the offensive line in the Swan City Titans. It's probably more <laughs> Dill, to be fair. <laughs> Are you doing some more breathing <laughs> techniques in there? <laughs> Help. <laughs> Isn't it more like if the least sacks that you give up and the amount of rushing yards that Do you get? Do we jump? Aim for the bush. Our, our Aim for the bush. Just a our, question. Our I don't ro- have the numbers in front of me. Our rookie running back yeah. ran a billion yards. So Technically, what year are you in then? So you're not a rookie. You're I'm a, year two. This is. I'm going into year three. You're a sophomore. Going I'm into not a whatever sophomore. the third year is. Yeah. Uh, senior? No, that's four. I don't know. When junior, here's a junior, question. junior. Here's a question. Obviously, junior. obviously, gridiron is American. Yes. But over here, do you still measure it in yards? Yes. Oh, Interesting. Blasphemy, hey. Mm, that's blasphemy. With a capital B. Yeah. Mm. Interesting that. But yes, it's the Swan City Times. Get down to games, get out of training. Everyone. When's it start, by the way? Oh, many times, many, 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 many months. I've got him. I've got him. Many, 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 many a month. Um, this one is from Jackson Y. Indian slash Thai slash Chinese slash Italian from another country. Food. Rank them. <laughs> Rank them. So, what? I, so, I didn't wasn't so sure where that was going. Indian yeah. food, Thai food, Chinese food, Italian food. Rank, rank them. them. I'm yep. going to add a fifth, Mexican. Yeah. Okay. He obvious. did say you can add from another country. Okay. So I'm going to go Italian. Yes. Mexican. Yep. What's What's left? Chinese, I love Thai, you just, Indian. You've, you've bought in Mexican, even though it wasn't actually in there, and just chuck it in at number two. I love yeah. that. Oh, actually, I take that back. Ooh. Italian, Japanese, no Mexican. Nah, nah. You're adding Mexican or Japanese? Which one do you want to add? Mexican. Oh no! Have to be no. no, but I don't eat a lot of Thai food. Then it's but it's in the options, so that's why it would yeah, then go to just, fifth. Yeah, no. you can't just change what's, the game. What's, what okay, else is I there? have an order without go. Mexican. So for those four, it's Italian, Chinese, Indian, Thai. Uh, I switched Indian and Chinese. Indian second. <sighs> yeah, fuck I yeah. think I'm with you, but I'm adding Japanese second and Mexican <laughs> third. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Even maybe Japanese first. 
No. No, you're all right. I love sushi. I love sushi. I know know I've been off at the start of this pod, but that's taken... I love sushi, but Mm. that's ridiculous. Uh, This one comes from Jackals. Love the double episode last week. Hey, you're welcome. Was good to see Cobb back home on Saturday. Where are you on Saturday, mate? Yeah, I was back at Hippie. Yeah, made my way back. Yeah, made my way back in there. And um, it's just like the aroma of the place. And just, you know what I miss, Dil? Waking up on a Sunday morning feeling absolutely ratchet. <laughs> you really fed. missed that? Yeah, I missed it, eh? Like, just went to bed at five o'clock in the morning, had a proper nudge of it, like, throbbing head. Got a Zambrero's burrito. And yeah. No, nah, I got a bone yeah. to pick. Bone to pick. I went up and I got my falafel and it served me right. Um, <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> We're having a real man tonight. Yeah, are you done? Good. We're done. So, because I'm smart. Okay, really, really smart character. Yeah, debatable, debatable. Had a gut feel of roughly when we're going to leave. Yep, I was sitting there just going, mm, starting to sort of dip a bit here. It's about 3.30 or so. Uber Eats, straight away, still on the dance floor. Yep. Got the phone out, looked up Zambreros, ordered, you know, ordered some Zambies. At right. 3 in the morning, it's open. 3.30, Northbridge. This is a shout-out and an abusive shout-out. Abusive shit. Order at 3.30, said... Gonna arrive at four thirty at your house. Done. Yep. Oh, you've ordered it to your house. Yeah, to the house. Unreal. I yep. thought you ordered it to hippie. No, 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 no. That's a bit strange. That is okay. strange. So you could though. Yeah, that'd could. be elite. Gets to so it's supposed to come at four thirty. Four forty-five. Wow. Five o'clock. It just keeps getting delayed. Deal. Five minutes of time. This is a bit weird. It's not right. Yeah, you're ready for bed. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm home at 5, 5, 5.15 in the morning. Is this true? Dead set true, and I have confirmation of this. 5.15, cancels. No. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, like, I'm sitting there that with my eyes. Awesome. Should I have gone to bed, like, ages ago? Like, why the hell am I waiting up till 5.15 in the morning for an order that hasn't even been processed yet? Do the math. Yeah. So, you had a mare there. Oh, properly. Yeah. I think a- I know. I think I know why it was cancelled. You've had a mare. Uh, it closes at 10 o'clock on a Saturday yeah, that's night. What I thought, man. And it doesn't open on Sunday. Well, somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good point. <laughs> you idiot. You dickhead. Yeah, I was like, but they cancelled on me. Like, they cancelled on me. Because it's you closed. Probably, probably the, timed the, out. The, the notification was probably going off on the manager's phone. <laughs> yeah, he's woken like, up and gone. He's like, what, the, what is this dickhead doing? So Alrighty, no. moving on. Uh, Josh Williams, are you going to consider Jack Steele as an elite player in the comp yet? And the yet for me is a, an attack on us. No. I. So who voted in again? Josh, Josh Williams. Williams. So Fat Collins asked this exact same question in pre-season. And we all said, we all said across this table, I remember it, saying that Jack Steele had a really good 2020. He needs to be able to back it up to be put into elite category. I know I'm stealing your thunder potentially here, Dill. He has had a better year this year than he did last year. Absolutely. He's been he is, awesome. He is an elite. Yes, he is. 100%. He is the man of steel. But this is my thing. And this is steel. why you two blokes saying that fucking Matt Rowe is a superstar, that means higher than elite. When did we this say that? Oh, please. Nah. Hayden. When Hayden? did we say Get that? off it, man. You have. I'll go back and listen to it. Chill so out. And we all agreed that with Jack Steele, we needed more body of work to be deemed an elite player. Yet you blokes wanted to jump on the superstar bandwagon. He's already better five than Joel games. He's already better than Joel Selwood. You fuckheads. <laughs> uh, this one is... Oh, this one is... Your mate. He's potentially Brock- better than any Geelong player to ever play You're the game. Correct. No, I'm not even engaging. Uh, Brock Russell 22. What is the best and worst thing you have ever smelt? I'll tell you what. You... 
pointing at Hayden. Yeah, don't you has bring farted me. a few times in here. Thank you, it's not me. And am, it has been atrocious. There is no atrociously good. No, that's a joke. It's been so terrible. Hand on heart, and I don't mean to offend anyone here, but there is no better or well-made or thought-out Dutch oven than ones that I deliver. It is single-handedly. <laughs> this is the worst pod. This is the worst pod. I lay the best bombs. I blame, right. I blame the listeners. You see the shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna, we're they're getting weird this now. This yeah. row. Mm. Yeah. Um. Worst thing. Dead rabbits. Pretty bad. Oh yeah. No, that's a good point. Dead oh. fox. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Best thing. Oh, a nicely fresh made like something that you're looking forward to, like a dinner. Yeah. I actually don't like. Um, what are they called? One of those things you hang in your car. Oh, air car fresheners. Air f- I don't like them. They give me headaches. Within yeah, like, I'm not a big fan within of Within like either. 30 seconds of yeah. being in my car, I've got a headache. I have the same disease. Go and get the jelly bean ones. Okay. Right. Mm. Um, yep. There is nothing that smells better than after you've been on the cricket field for 90 overs, 40 degree day, and your first beer is out of a pint. Okay. It fresh, is, fresh shoes. But smells fresh and shoes. fresh Luca jerseys. Fresh footy boots. Packet. Fresh footy. Fresh boots. cricket bag with uh, cr- uh, cricket bat with the uh, oil on the back as no, well. So oil. I'm I yes. am Denkerub. I am a man of my word, and I will tell you right now that hot cinnamon donuts. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That is the best smell. There we go. Uh, this one is from Leo. Now that Messi has somewhat of international success, yep. he's, yeah, yep. he has. Yep. Is he the GOAT? Oh, that's a really good question. It is, actually. What do you boys think? Oh, I don't really care, to be honest. <laughs> They're just as good as each other. Well, you look Can at- we have two GOATs? But- it's just so hard. I'm actually with you, but their code. They've both had now international success with their country. Like, let's be fair. Argentina didn't win a was it Copa America since 1980 or something. Yeah, something stupid. Yeah, and Portugal's a min outside that's done nothing since Ronaldo became. Yeah, yeah. They're literally just as good as each other. Yeah, I mean, two completely different players just both playing at the same time. Yeah. So another argument, save it for a later time. You know, what's the top five players of all time? Where do they rank? If you know what I mean. One uh, and two. Yeah, you bloody think so? Maradona's yeah. up there. Pele's up can, there. And you can argue what the order is, but yeah, it's Nicholas always Benner, them one and Nicholas, two. Yeah, Bentner's up there. You don't even know who Bentner is, do you, Dill? No. <laughs> do you, Cub? No, no, no. Tim, Tim Cahill's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Schwarzer? <laughs> Good question, though. Uh, yeah, for me, I don't I haven't, don't know enough about them, no. except for looking at the stats. So. Neither do I. Hey, That's why, let's just, for me... Let's just join hands we're nuffies. and sing Kumbaya. And you yeah. two blokes. Kumbaya, Malo. <laughs> okay, so we're Kumbaya. now... We're now going to segue into our first segment, but first of all, we're going to give some... Shout outs, as we always do. Alex Zanino wants to know, should uh, serious collisions result in retirements of cars? Um, Chorzy Blake says, uh, was the 10-second penalty too light? White man can't jump, says, how does Lewis not get DQ'd? And Kane Sarich says, he's a volcano, candy cane, hurricane. Is Lewis Hamilton the most patronising person in sport? Why are we talking about this, boys? Take it away, one of yours. Okay, so Formula One last night. It was in Silverstone, which is one of the biggest races of the year. In Britain. Yep. In Britain, yes. In Northamptonshire. Okay. Now, let me set the scene for you. Coming into the race, yep. Max Verstappen is leading the 
Drivers' Championship by 33 points. Yep. A win in Formula 1 is 25 points, okay? Now, Mercedes have won the last six Constructors' Championships and Lewis Hamilton's done something crazy like that as well, okay? Now, at this race, there was a Formula 1 sprint, first one ever, okay? So it's 20 laps, go as hard as you can, and that's basically qualifying. Mm-hmm. So Verstappen won that, and the thing with Verstappen this year, because Red Bull have finally figured it out, they finally pulled their finger out, that if Verstappen has gotten out in front early, he's gone on to win by astronomical margins. I think he won the last race by 30 seconds. Yep. So Lewis Hamilton knows this. He's gone out hard. Yep. <clears throat> Max Verstappen's cut him off at the first corner, and then they've just dueled the whole first lap, and then they've got to whatever that corner's called. It's got an actual name. Yeah. But it's one of the most dangerous corners in all of Formula 1. Yep. Because if you go outside too far and you lose control, you will skid across those that marble, whatever mm-hmm. that is, and straight into those tyres, and that's what Verstappen did at about 180 kilometres. He ended yep. up with fucking bruised ribs. He got concussion. Yep. Very easily could have died. He was, what, 15 metres away from... There was another barricade... Yeah. On the left-hand side. If he had to hit that... Oh, he would have been dead. He would have been yep. dead. His car would have been in fucking... Incinerated. 300 pieces. Yep. But this is my thing. So this is my thing. So right? it's on our Instagram for those that don't know that need to see a visual... This is my problem, happened. all right? Why now, don't you I've, share a video of it? I couldn't find one. Okay, fair enough. Continue. I couldn't find one. So I've actually written this down so that I can get a good but gauge on notes. It. I've actually done notes. You're right. This Mate, is how much oh. I care. Oh, yeah, we right? started poorly. Now we're building. Yeah, so this Here is my go. thing. Lewis knocks Max out of the race and cops a penalty, which means the stewards have confirmed that it was Lewis's fault. Yes. All right? Yes. Lewis then goes on to win the race, gaining maximum points while Max gets none because he's in hospital. Absolutely. But if Lewis hadn't knocked Max out of the race, Max probably either wins or comes second. The gap between them in the championship would have stayed roughly the same. So by knocking Max out of the race, Lewis has gained a massive advantage in terms of the championship. Much more than he could have gained by simply winning the race through skill. Because Verstappen yep. would have come second. Yep. All right. So in this case, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. I don't know. It just feels like to me that fair punishment when you knock someone out of the race is for you to be eliminated. So as well. it was never going to go like that though, because the FIA has been very yep. soft on like first or second lap crashes. Yep. So so there you go. The only thing I'll say in rebuttal to that, Cope. No. Okay. So in the race, just in yeah. case our listeners didn't watch the race, we have no idea how it works. When in the race or when during the race, race event, the did, the steward, you know, <laughs> did the stewards make the penalty decision on Lewis? Do you know? After. There was like five laps in of the race. So the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yep. Because so he had to serve it afterwards, yep. yeah. So it was during the race. Yeah. So what you're almost calling for now is we're taking the actual incident itself yep. out of context and installing the end result that yep. ended up happening. Yeah. So... Does that mean that what happened, we have to... It's a penalty either way. Yeah, it's a penalty either way, yeah. but because Lewis won the race, people yeah. were saying that the penalty was too light. Yeah. Whereas, but I thought when I zoned out, so I stopped watching after about lap race, oh, sorry, race, lap 20. Yeah. I was like, Lewis, 10 lap, um, so 10, I've lost the bloody plot here. <clears throat> what 10 the seconds. fuck is going on? 10, 10 seconds. Second, yeah. yeah. I was like, he's not going to win it. He's but for a Mercedes, stiff. when the lead Red Bull racer is out, yeah, no. that was never going to be enough, even yep. with Leclerc out the front by like 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was always going to chase him down, even if he didn't have engine problems. Yeah. Because Ferrari are a shit show. Yep. So it was always going to happen. But this is the issue. Lewis Hamilton's done this a couple of times now. Yep. And he's got points on his super license. So I think if they get like 15 points, they get a one race ban. Yep. But like Verstappen has also done this. Yeah. And he came out on Instagram afterwards and said, 
it was very unprofessional the yep. way he went about it. They were very unsportsmanlike to celebrate a win yep. after you've put someone in hospital. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, Verstappen would have done the exact same thing. Mm. Because yeah. he is just as big a dickhead as Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. You've got to be a dickhead to get to that level, mate. Oh, 100%. Let's be fair. But... <sighs> but it's not going to change anything. It's not going to change anything. I That's would... how... Ra- that, and it's good racing. It's good for the fans. Yeah. There was 400,000 people there on the weekend. Yeah. Surely there's, in my eyes, regardless of... If you've knocked a car, let alone your rival, out of the race, accident or not... There, need, there needed to be There needs to be an bigger, individual... The, uh, this, is yeah. my, this is my personal belief. There needs to be an individual maximum amount of points that said driver can win. Yeah. So that might be 15 points yeah. for say. So Lewis wins the race. He only gets 15. Night, only I gets like 15. that. That's a good one. Yep. So he only gets 15 because he was at fault. If yep. there's, if so it was a just, point deduction rather yep. than seconds. So if it was just deemed a racing incident yep. and it was, wasn't deemed anyone's fault, then Lewis... Yeah, because the only way off. to get a point deduction at the moment is to literally run someone off the road purposely. Yeah. Um, but the bit that I liked was Sergio Perez, who's Red Bull's secondary yep. driver. Yep. He crashed in the sprint, so yep. he had to start from pit lane. Mm. He comes on gets to like 11th, was never going to get any points. So Red yep. Bull go, nah, 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 this isn't happening. Mm. Come in, get a fresh set of tyres, go out there, get quickest lap so that um, Lewis Hamilton doesn't get the extra point. Yep. That's Absolutely. how much they hate each other. Yeah, and it's it's been the most, you know, enjoyable F1 yeah, it's good. season it's for so the last few good. years. It's so good because there's finally some competition. Yeah. It's good to see Tom Cruise on the... Yeah, the, Tom, Cru- yeah, Tom Cruise was, was at Mercedes. Yep. Harrison Ford was at McLaren. Yep. No, sorry, Harrison Ford was at Red Bull. No, no, it was at McLaren. It was McLaren. No, because the... Williams. Williams. He was at Williams. Yeah, he was at yep. Williams and the Duke of Wales was at bloody... McLaren. McLaren or yeah. something like so that. So it's all bloody happening, but... I'll, I'll, I will chime in. Yeah, sure. go. So as people may have realised... You don't know about... I you stay, don't know a lot about this, do you? I stay very quiet throughout <laughs> that whole process because not that I don't like... Motorsport, it's just one of those things that I just haven't... I've been too invested in other things to really get involved. Yep, yep. And it's something that I do want to know more about. Yep. Because cars doing 100,000 laps once every month seems fun. Yeah. They I will just do 70. I will just, say, I will just say this, though. I don't see how a person... Sorry, like a, a driver mm-hmm. can... Knock someone out of the out of the race yep. via, via accident. Yep. Be deemed at fault and still win the race. Yeah, it's a strange one. That's, that's what I don't get. Yeah, but that's what you come to learn. I don't with, know, especially I like, Formula One. I don't racing. know. I feel mm. like like ugh, this might not be a good comparison. I'm just trying to I'm, this is off the top of my head. It'd be like almost in like a relay race where one of the relay teams crosses another lane, affects the other team, yeah. and then continues straight and wins, and they're like, oh, no, you're good. Yeah. No, but this is the other thing, though. With So you're talking about a relay. You're running a relay at 20Ks an hour. Mm. In this, you're driving at 300 kilometers an hour, putting like 15 Gs into your body. Like there's going to be mistakes. But putting a 10-second time penalty on a Mercedes in that race was like... Tying Luca's shoelaces together for five seconds in a basketball game. Not going to stop him. Yeah. I just so, and we spoke a little bit prior to the pod, just how phenomenal. So, for those that aren't 100% aware of the officiating with racing, you have a each team, everyone has like a team principal. On top of that, you have a race director. Yep. And then separately from that, you have four 
stewards and who are independent. So there's no influence, nothing. They're completely independent. Yeah, and they um, decide the, the penalties. And they decide the penalties, etc. Yeah. yeah. When this incident happened, you had Christian Horner, who's the Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull and Toto Wolf, Mercedes. Mercedes. Both of which are hearing on the telecast having a crack at this. And yes, still his name is Toto Wolf. Yes. Elite. Elite. Um, both of which, the exact same incident, completely differing opinions of what happened. So um, Red Bull, Christian Horner, was saying that, well, it was Max's corner, he was ahead, and yep. Lewis has, you know, knocked him yep. off. Um, yep. That's bullshit. Should be a massive penalty to it. Yep. And then, the you know, the race official was going like, mate, Stewart's an independent party. Yep. They'll figure it out. Yep. Then um, McCla- uh, Mercedes are just going, uh, Lewis was, was quite obvious that he was level with Max during this corner. And then, you know, he, you know Max should have given him more room. I'm looking at going, this is like... It's like kids bickering. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was like. little- My favourite part of it was, though, so Leclerc's out in front. Hamilton yep. catches him and he passes him on the same corner. Yeah. Yeah. But Leclerc takes it so wide that he ends up in the gravel because yeah. he doesn't want a piece of ending up in the yep. wall. Yep. He doesn't want that. I feel so bad for Carlos Sainz and um, Charles Leclerc, both two young fellas, both joining a massive brand of Ferrari, and they have been in the pits so like irrelevant. The most irrelevant I've seen Ferrari for who knows how long. Long, probably ever. Like, you could see over the last two years that they've been a bit off the mark from where they should be, but this yeah. year it's been glaring. Like yeah. how poor they've They're been. They're getting there slightly. Yeah, but it's but Ferrari. Not, not what you'd expect from Ferrari. Worst thing is it's got nothing to do with the drivers. No, it's, it's got all the manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yep. there we go. Mm. The next, good, next one's on the first in Hungary. Very yep. and it is gonna be a spicy, spicy boy. Very yeah. impressive, guys. Yep. Very impressive indeed. Yep. We're gonna move on. We're I don't know I don't know much about a lot, but I know a lot um, about just it much. Quickly, probably says where I'm at, but who actually came second and third in the race? Uh, well, Leclerc came second and Bottas yeah. was third. Mm, so full points pretty much for Mercedes, you could argue. Yeah. And they're just about ready to catch Red Bull. Mm. There we go. Next topic, we're going to go into a bit of... Welcome back to the pod deal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm always here. You know it. We're going to go into a bit of coaching, okay? So as we know, in tennis, and if you don't know, you're not allowed to be coached during the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's caused a lot of controversy over the time. Um, the literally the best that player can do is look over their coach's box, yell at them in frustration, then go back to the court. Um, there was a major controversy a few years ago with Serena apparently getting coached. Years ago. Was that um, here? Ooh, I'm talking, remember I'm being talking, here. It wouldn't surprise me if it's like around year 2008. Oh, no, there was another one. There was oh, another okay, sure. one. There was another yeah, one. Sorry. Um, and she got deducted a point, and it just caused <laughs> absolute chaos, um, you can imagine. Stefanos Sissipas, uh, top, current, top five ranked, Tennis player in the world at the moment from Greece actually went out round one of the Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yep. He came out on Twitter today and said, "Coaching on every point should be allowed in tennis. The sport needs to embrace it. We're probably one of the only global sports that doesn't use coaching during play. Make it legal. It's about time the sport takes a step forward. What do we think? Should coaching be legal in a game of during tennis. play yeah. in a game of tennis?" I want to hear your thoughts first, gentlemen. Oh, I think it's I think it's a no-brainer. I don't see why not. And I just said yes at first without really much thought about it, but I chatting to someone today and they said at the end of a set, at the end of a set, there's a two minute, yep. one minute, ninety second, whatever you want to call it. Okay, you need to get the forehand, you need a backhand, dribble, yeah, jump, hook. Yep. 
They need, <laughs> Why jump, do they end up in basketball? Never, yeah. They need to be... I, I think they Scream. They need, yeah, scream. Yeah, well, don't, don't cry. There needs to be some form of communication between a coach and a player. And he's right. Like, name another sport that you're not allowed to get coached. Like, During the game, yeah. Like, your coach does all this work um, before... And after, yeah. but during it, when a player is almost the most vulnerable, and we've had our fair share of criticism of tennis players on this pod, especially being mentally fragile. But during play, when they probably need it the most, yeah. they're not even allowed to yeah. say anything to them except just yell in frustration. Can you just imagine you have a tennis player. So as a te- I'm a tennis coach sitting here watching my athlete perform on the court, and they are genuinely falling off the face of a cliff and I literally can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, it's So crazy. imagine that no one really thinks about that. They look at the on-field and they go, geez, Kyros is losing his shit. Like, he needs to pull himself together. What's the coach supposed to do? The coach is just sitting there just going, come on, you know, just trying to do some body language in regards yeah. to, come on, yeah. fist up, let's go, get it. Can't do nothing. So I actually 100% agree with your, what you're saying. Um, at the end of a set, by all means, you've got two minutes, have a chat with your coach if you wish. Um but at the same time, you sit there and you go, tennis is deemed an individual sport. Yep. You don't necessarily... And I'm, I'm probably wrong on this one, but name me some other individual sports. We'll sort of race them off and swimming. see Swimming. You, no, so you don't it. get coached in swimming. That's pretty difficult, you could argue. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. There aren't many... Other, individualized sports. The funny sports. thing is there aren't many other individualized sports that you perform for a long period of time. Yeah. Mm. Like, you, don't, you don't get coached in rowing. That's over short. You could argue. Time. You could argue that Athletics. cycling. Cycling. Well, technically, don't you? Isn't the guy that sits there with the, uh, with yep. the with the with the uh, microphone, microphone going row row row? You yep. know that's coaching, isn't it? You know, hey, <laughs> not in row. the Olympics. Well, I don't know where I've <laughs> that seen that. Happen. I've seen it somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> but then like, you've got cycling's another one, mate. You've got radio comms with your with your team letting you know what's going on. Yeah. Um, like before, I wanted to hear what you thought because I was like. Didn't necessarily agree with the whole have a coach. Um, tennis has always been an individualized sport. And I think, I don't know, just something about the grind has, of an individual yeah. going through the highs and lows by themselves. Yeah. They, so bear with me. They won the championship. They won the tennis match instead of being influenced by an outside source, even though it, um, it is fair. So this, I've, I've got one individual sport to compare it to is golf. Yeah, you don't get coached one. in golf. Yep. Now, was Sitsipas saying this after a loss? No, he lost the second set because I put money on him and he freaked. He won the game. He won the game. He won the game. He was paying a dollar eleven, paying a dollar fifty to win straight sets against some bloke no one's ever heard of. Yeah. And he lost the second set two six, and I reckon he's referring to They'll that. They'll never change <laughs> it. They'll never change it, whether they should or not, because that's the essence of tennis. When you go out there, yep. it's you versus the bloke on the other side of the net. Yep. And, I think and it's not tennis anymore if you can get coached. And you can almost argue as well, how long does a, especially in a Grand Slam, how long usually does a game of tennis go for? Let's just say t- two to five hours. Two hours, give yeah. or take. Really, really quick one would be an hour and a half maybe. Yeah, three setter, going pretty well. When the goat's on song. Yeah. Yep, so we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about a sport that doesn't have a, a time limit on itself. Yes, we have um, serves that are timed, um, but... You don't want to add any more time onto what is already an uncapped length of yeah. sport. And it's also going back to like the part about play, tennis players being a bit you know, fragile. You, a two-minute chat to your coach shouldn't be the difference between a mental breakdown or not. Mm. Like, yeah. But yeah. That's, that's one thing that tennis, tennis players... Tennis players you know, are 
very closely followed, I found, by golf players. Yeah. In the mental fragility. <laughs> they are. And, and, like, let's be fair as well. Like, shocking. So, that's the only way I would allow a coach to be it's like after the set. Like, it can't be during the game, during the point, nothing like that. It'd be just as bad as medical time now. Oh. I think it would change tennis completely. It would. Have you, but have you, they already get coached though. Have you seen videos of, might have been Andy Roddick back in the day? He's playing like the US Open and he looks up to his box and his coach has his finger up his nose and it was like a sign. Like, yep. of course. Pin back your forehand. Like, they've been getting coached. Yeah. Of course they have been. Yeah. Yeah. Anything like a little scratch of the right hand side of the hat, mate. Yeah, that's why innocuous. most of the time the coaches are sitting there like fucking robots. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Um, but on the coaching, I've got a list. I've got a mm-hmm. list of coaches. We're going to give, we're going to play like, once you pick one, you've got to choose between the next one, okay? Okay. Now, some of these coaches are not, they do not belong with the other set of coaches. However, yeah. for the sake of the game, yeah. let's just do it. Okay. 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 The coach, ra- the coach game. Would you rather have no one or Pep Guardiola? Pep. Pep. Pep, thank you. Okay. Are we playing anything or is this just for life? <laughs> We're going to figure this out. As who was the better that. coach? Okay. Who was the better? Who- See, I, I'm taking this as I am down in the dumps in No, my life. Kobe. Oh, okay. Who was the better it. coach of their organization over their time? Well, that's boring. Let's go. You well, they could coach me through a night out. There we go. Yeah. Pep. And, t- and let me know that Hayden ordering Zambreros at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> when the bloody place is closed. Yeah, exactly right. That helps. All right. We'll start with you. Pep. Coach K from Duke. Yep. Pep. Pep. No. Oh, here we go. No, I like this It's though. a quick decision. Quick. Coach quick. K. You two can go different. Okay. Coach K. Kevin Sheedy. Kevin Sheedy. So I'm trying to bury the other two as well. No, you're, it's now against Coach K. Coach K. Pep's, Pep's eliminated. Yep. Coach K. Shades. Trevor Gleason. Coach K. Shades. Coach K. Uh, by the way, uh, I've got a little bit of insider information. I'm glad we brought this up because I wouldn't have remembered, but we haven't seen in the news where Gleason's going. Yeah. I've heard a rumour, it's literally come across my desk, that he is going to the Toronto Raptors as an assistant coach. That'd be awesome. That's fantastic. So man. there you go. Cole Lowry. News breakers. There we there go. There you go. Jack Jumpers, be on watch. All right, so you're on... Shades. Shades. Shades, you're on Coach, Coach K. K. Darren Lehman. Shades. Oh, Coach K. Darren Lehman wanted ashes. Shut up, mate. <laughs> Clarko. Shades. Shades? Mate, I'm waving that bloody scarf. Today, Junior. Coach K. <laughs> Steve Kerr. Ooh. For his coaching, Coach K. Steve, my dad was assassinated, Kerr. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, his Chris- dad was assassinated. Just yeah, no, no, like, that, If I you don't that. understand, his dad was literally assassinated. In Beirut. Yeah. In Beirut. Yeah. In Beirut. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Scott. Oh, Coach K. Steve Kerr. Coach K. Okay. Sir Alex Ferguson. Sir. Sir. So, Sir has taken the lead. <laughs> sir has taken the lead. Greg Popovich. Sir. I'm not even thinking. Not even thinking. Come on. Pop's legacy is defined by good players. Sir. So you're both on sir? Sir. sir. Phil Jackson. Phil. <laughs> Triangle offense. Change the game of basketball. There you go. Now you're thinking. Fuck. Have you seen like Mike when they 
when they're doing the isosceles triangle and they're running through like yeah yeah we playing yeah i'd have to get i'd have to say oh. phil so we're both on phil yep yeah bill belichick phil phil he's gonna choose bill no i'll choose phil there we go oh, phil and bill phil you know who you didn't have on, you know who you didn't have on there oh. mark neald <laughs> uh, Richard Garcia He had no idea where that was going did No I did <laughs> Yeah so And also it, they're, they're meant to be sort of like I don't know Like Modern coaches If you tell me some guy That won 17 Nashes in a row In 1980 Sorry yeah. 1908 I don't know Okay Who But yeah, yeah Very nice Phil nah. Jackson There we go Speaking of basketball Great segue into it mm. The NBA finals Have taken a turn Yes Series doesn't start Till someone loses at home That's yep. correct and it might, might have 16, already finished. Might and already 16 finished. points down, mm-hmm. the Bucks still game five in Phoenix. Phoenix. Yep. I'm glad you got that out. Thought it was game six for a second. <laughs> game five in Phoenix. Um, my boy, my whipping boy, Drew, Drew Holiday. Holiday, the $160 million man. Yep. Came the to three the party. first round pick, two pick swap man. Yep. yep. Had an absolute blinder. Yep. Came to the party, didn't he? Yep. Didn't so he, boys? It's plain and simple. What does Drew do really well? And it's defend. He's an all-NBA defender. Yeah. Mm. 100%. But that's the thing. I will say this, and I said this on Twitter as well. His offensive struggles were hurting yep. the Bucks more than his defense was helping them. You know, yes. the last the last person I had seen had a similar offensive struggles, of which, let's be fair, had we, there was expectations on Drew to be good offensively. Last bloke, Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes, Warriors, 2016. Whoa! Yep. He was like 12 years old. At that <laughs> no, time. he wasn't. He was sitting there in the corner, and he was single-handedly the reason why Golden State lost the 2016 playoffs. Garen fucking TU. And Drew Holiday was on that level. Whoa! That's a return. Um, Do you agree or disagree? Or I mean, Draymond Green was also, no, also no, got no. injured. So the amount of times, I think... Suspended. The, suspended. Yep, suspended. But at the same time, I think... Between that whole final series, um, Barnes was shooting like 15%. So you're sitting there going, that is the, the way most they play. random yep. thing that's ever happened. It, <laughs> I, it threw me off. Not yeah. just on this pod, that's the most random thing that's ever happened in my life. <laughs> Harrison Barnes, he was the reason why the Warriors lost it in 2016. And now he's at Sacramento, gets what he deserves. Yep, absolutely. But Holiday was on that level. But what does Holiday bring to the party? Defense, he was fantastic. What was better? What was better? Giannis blocking the alley oop game four? Yep. Or no, the game alley-oop. five. Game five. Or his own alley oop. No, no, no. It was game four. Game five was the alley oop, and game four was the block, wasn't it? That's, That's what I just said, but you didn't let That's me finish. Sorry. Which one was better? Yeah. Oh, it has to be the block. Yeah. Yep. Has to be the block. The yep. block that was, was a f- pretty good alley oop, though. Um, was Unreal. Any, the was one any, that he got. Was anyone else in there when Holiday was running the ball up and going, What are you doing? Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Just get fouled? Yeah. Go to the throw foul line? And then Giannis gave him the little hand up like, Yeah, you? yeah you, saw, you saw it coming in and we're like, I'm like, oh my God, Chris Paul's about to get murdered. And he's, he's speaking of Chris Paul, here's mm. a question here. Was that a dirty play? No, he's just trying to foul him. Can't help that he almost yeah, jumped over him. him. Just trying to foul him. You really? Yeah. Because I, I, saw I saw it and I went, that could be a flagrant. I've seen a few things saying that might that's the Chris Paul that nobody likes. Yeah. Mid-air, mm. Giannis, Aliou, push him. If it had have ended in Giannis maybe landing in an awkward position, I mm. could have seen it being a flagrant. But that's just respect the play, boys. Yeah. 
If the Bucks win at home, yes, game yes. six, yes, sir. Bucks four two. Giannis will be named MVP of the final. Absolutely. Even though Chris, Chris Middleton, Middleton has been, been awesome, bowling. but they're not going to give He's it. He's put his eyes back in his head. They're not right. going to give it. That's Bobby Porter's. <laughs> no, they're both the same, <laughs> they're both man. The they same both man. just so like goldfish. Where would we rank Giannis now? In uh, we're talking all time, or are we talking current? Current. current. He has to be. He has to be for, the best player in the league, does he? Does he? Oh, he's got what, two that. MVPs. Heard a fantastic old. stat. Heard a fantastic stat of. Well, not so much a stat, a comp. Because you're Giannis, off him. You have to Yeah, that. so the thing I always struggled with Giannis was he was a non-shooter in a shooter's league. Um, you couldn't win a championship with Giannis unless you had shooters around, of which that's how the Bucks have constructed the championship roster at the moment. That's what a Philly should have done with Ben Simmons. That's what... Um, New Orleans needed to do with Zion Williamson. Oh, they they've butchered. Okay, they've that's, got, that's, that's they're a lucky story. they've got they're lucky they've got time because they talk about butchering yep. his first two years in the sure. Comp. That's My, a conversation for oh. another day. But what the great thing I've loved about watching Giannis is there's been so much pressure on what he can't do. He can't shoot. But conversations moved from Giannis can't shoot to Giannis stop shooting and do what you do really really well. And he's done it. And done it so like he's <clears throat> he's done Giannis things. He's done Giannis things. In transition, they're unstoppable. Oh yeah. I was saying stats that they're actually like they're almost in half court offense, they're actually almost terrible. Yep. Because that's where they get a little bit stagnant. They just get Giannis on, not yep. being able to shoot sort of affects yeah. them. In transition, they're unstoppable. Yep. Like they've just pretty much gone to Giannis five, ten feet away, left or right hand block, and just gone one on one on crowd on eight and nearly the last three games, and yep. what it's, it's resulted in, like pretty positive result for him. But that's that's like last game. This is why I think the Suns win Game Six. Yes, it's a way to the Bucks, but the shooting the Deer District, baby, <sighs> the Deer District. With How not cool one, is that? With not one single mask in sight. Yep, a yeah. thousand people in about a one square meter. Yep, area. Oh yep. well, survival of the fittest. Correct. You can't tell me that the Bucks can shoot any better than what they did. No, they were shooting the lights out, and it was away from home, so. Maybe I'm a bit off that Phoenix can't do that. But See, yeah, because I've heard that. The the thing is, though, and this is why, like, obviously you're not expecting Phoenix to go in and blow them out. No. I'm not expecting Phoenix to win. The thing is, is that a lot of people are saying that, like, the Bucks can't shoot any better. Chris Paul had 20 and 10 with one turnover. Hmm. Booker had 40. Aiton had 20 and 10 himself. Yeah. Yep. They were going at a high clip themselves. Yes, yeah, so yeah. that's If not Booker doesn't that. have 40... They lose by 15. It yep. was the best game of the best series of the playoffs. Yes. Yes, 100%. Yes. But it was with swings. Yeah. Moment. Phoenix were game. down 14 with about seven minutes to go. Mm. They got they it to within one. They were with three minutes left. Yep. Exactly. Um, like, Holiday was just pulling up from who knows where and just hacking them in. Like That's the best game I've seen play for a while. Yeah. Um, Maybe yeah. ever. Holiday? Yeah. No, that, I was listening to a few podcasts. I was listening to Zach Lowe's podcast. That has to be um, Drew Holiday's best game of his career, given con- given context. context. Yep. Hey, but like, so here's some numbers here for you, boys. We love our numbers. I love numbers. Phoenix at home. So this is what I see as. So what would you say, deal field goal percentage? You would need to shoot from a home and an away team. What would you sort of cop as an overall team percentage? If 50%. you don't know, that's fifty percent. Yeah, need to shoot fifty percent. 
and we can all agree that playing at home there's a higher chance that you're going to shoot a better percentage. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah cool. Phoenix shot 53, 55% from the field. Oh, fuck. Three-point land shot 68%. No, you're joking. I'm you looking sure? at the numbers right here, Dill. Trust me on this one. In what game? The most recent game? Yep, 123 to 119. Phoenix shot 68%. They shot 13 from 19 from three-point land and shot 90% from the free-throw line, missing one all night. Do you want to hear the bucks? Go on. Keeping in mind they won the game. Away from home. They shot 57%, 57 57.5%, 50% from three-point land, but only 52% from the line. What do the offensive numbers look like? That's the that's the killer right there. Oh mate, well, it's always the you can't tell tell three point Phoenix. Mate, 68% is absurd. Yep, 63. Regardless of where you play, so offensive rebounds. Tell me it. (laughs) <laughs> That's the killer. I'm telling you right go. now. No, you, but do you know what the funny thing is? Offensive rebound. It wasn't wrong. even that. It 11 to 8. Yeah. 11 to 8. Yep. Pretty even. And those three won them the game. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> phenomenal. Phenomenal to see a team shoot 57% away from home and 50% from the three-point line yeah. away from home. But like you're saying, with Giannis as well, like... Obviously, I haven't watched Chris Paul for very long, so I'm not that much emotionally invested in if he doesn't get a ring. I, like... The relief, I know a championship brings a lot of players relief, but like Giannis winning this championship, just all doubt that has ever been on his career is just gone. Yeah. Like you don't have to, you don't have to worry about not being able to shoot anymore. You don't have to worry about free throws, three point. Like he cements himself as one of the greatest power forwards of all time. Mm. Like if this wasn't such a championship driven sport, you could say right now he's one of the best power forwards of all time. Yep. Two, um, two MVPs, two defensive player of the oh, years. It's, it's it's such a hard one. It's. But with with that championship, he is one there, of the greatest power forwards yep, of all time. There are some championships that are. Giannis will never win another championship. I just want to get that. Whoa! He won't win another. You're one. saying some dumb shit tonight. Throwing hands. <laughs> no, boy. he won't. He won't win another one. So if he stays in Milwaukee the rest of his career, he will not win another championship. Guarantee you that right now. He will not get a better number two playing with him than what Chris Middleton and Holiday are now. Maybe he should become the number two. Now that you said that, they're going to go back to back if they win. <laughs> they won't. They won't. Well, yeah, they still need to win. We're acting like it's I know, over. It's I not know. over, even but, though it is over. Bucks and six, baby. So this is this is the stereotypical. Yeah, this is season. This is the Toronto Raptors championship. Right? This is the Dallas Mavericks Dirk championship. Well, the one championship, the one championship you sit there and go, that actually is a weight of gold for what they actually did in that said year. Um, and that'll be that for for Giannis if he can get it over the line. Um, yep. You know, I've just promoted how good his abilities have been in these playoffs, but he, you know, he's a flawed player. He is a flawed <laughs> player um, who. You know, you can't tell me, boys. We're going to go back to the well on this one. Who wins a series between the fully fit Brooklyn Nets and the and the Milwaukee Bucks? Well, who you wins? You said Milwaukee. You said because Milwaukee. I said that's what I'm saying. A fully fit Nets. Who wins? Nets, Nets win. I said but that wasn't the point that you were making. Exactly. Hence why I said the Bucks. And what happened? The Bucks won. But that's not the point that you made. Don't go back on me. I'm asking you in a hypothetical situation if you had a fully fit Nets team. If they the win. Suns or the Clippers play the Bucks in the finals, I'll back any of those against the Bucks right here, right now. I took that person. Who said that? I did. Hmm. Funny that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll cop what I say. Bucks but. about to three peak. 
Bucks no, without the there's three. no chance they win another championship ever again. Oh, shit. I love that. <laughs> ever again. Uh, before we end on the basketball talk, LeBron's block or Giannis's block? LeBron's. But, like our special word, is it only better because of context? It's still better. I think the block... I think Giannis's block was better. Oh, he blocked an alley-oop. It's very impressive. After defending the alley of the <laughs> oop. <laughs> wow. Okay, I need to... Oh, God. Oh, you can't beat a Game 7, mate. Well, that's what I'm saying. Context. The Just last minute of the Game video, 7. You go back and watch that video and you're like, oh, my God. That's one of the best plays ever in any sport. And you know what made it even better as well? The call. Yep. Yep. Spot oh, block by James. Two I'm, minutes to well, go. Thing, minute gonna, to go? Yeah. Two minutes, yeah. Oh. Minute to go. I'm going to say right now, the overall LeBron James block is better. The the actual, actual block, act, yeah. Giannis's yeah, block yeah, yeah. was better. Yeah. Very nice, gentlemen. Yeah. Very good. Very impressive. Kobe, your week start. Your weekend started off a bit rough last week. What happened? I don't know. Something on Thursday? No. Something at Optus? No. There were some lights on. Oh, my Something God. happened. And it was a training drill. I didn't. I, <laughs> my, my my team drew with Hawthorne. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> what happened to your Fremantle Dockers? And you were there. And tell me. Right, it was abysmal. T- tell me, out of a percentage, how did you, how what percentage did you actually feel like you were going to win that game? Oh, stop, stop! Can I jump in for a second? What were you feeling I, pre-game? And don't well, lie. Pre-game, 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 I walked in and I said, if we play. Our best footy, we may win this. Like, I was at maybe 30% hope, and that was too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was like men against boys. Oh, yeah, that's it was, what it looked it? like. It really did. But it's another example of a kick mark team, which Geelong are, and as the struggles continue against the Eagles, we cannot play against kick mark teams. It was hilarious still, like, when you really look back. Because I actually had hope for Freo. I was sitting there just going, oh, like, there's going to be a game, you know, no Gary Rowan. You've only got Tom Hawkins down there and Alex yeah. Pierce. Like, yeah, like Gary Rowan being a bad man. I don't even, home. I don't even deny. Um, like, I'm not even angry at Alex Pierce. No, how do no, you defend you the interest no. that they had? Some of the turnovers in that first quarter that went the yeah. other way. You're just going. You can't help. No, no one can help anyone. Geelong just they are awesome to watch when they're yeah. up and about. But like, Dill, I don't think. And correct me if I'm wrong here. Darcy Tucker can go to hell. He's <laughs> my Jackson Nelson. I remember sure. when he had 18 points when I had him in fantasy once. Oh yep. my god, that man! I've never seen anyone second that. guess themselves with the ball in hand. Um, so much. Freeman, I don't think have beaten a top eight side this year. We beat Sydney. Yes, yeah, I did. did. Yeah. Excellent. Mm. But I think it's, your record is like one. One and, and six. Yeah, haven't even been the Eagles. They suck. I know. Yeah. Well, they're actually not a top eight team. So yeah, we are. Oh yes, we yes. Are. yes. back in this. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. Sucker. <laughs> Sitting seventh at the moment, and I think game ahead of eight. Yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah, or yep. maybe two points ahead of eight. Yeah, anyway. but we don't have to go on that. Anything that people have seen has been over the weekend, and I want to erase that from my brain. <laughs> so the hardest. The thing. worst part of it was. I apologise. The worst part of it was. Yes, we're losing. I, yeah, we suck. And then Sean Darcy goes down, and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. But there's every you, chance that he might play this week. Have so. you heard that, though? Yeah. Apparently, MCL strain. Yeah. Oh, yeah he's he going to play good this for week. this week. Ruckman. Yeah, what the fuck? He, 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 he did the same thing. Tom Hickey did the same thing. He did, thing. didn't he? Yeah. Ruckman. Weird bread. I, like, yes, I go for West Coast, but I actually feel really bad for Frio. Like, I feel really bad. You're... You're like there. You're like there, but you're not. Yeah, and it's frustrating. Right. It's frustrating. Every team goes through it. Yeah. So you just hope that 
stay with it, stick with it. Like just to see what happened in that first quarter, you had three turnovers that resulted in goals straight back the other way. You just go, yeah, this team's not. They're not. Up oh, I sat there first quarter. I lent over. I thought like, we're going to get done by. Yeah, fifteen goals. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, may as well move on to the hot. The what, hot I'm, uh, what I'm we'll actually go. really, what I'm actually really interested in is how they respond this week against. Yeah. Sydney at Metricon. True. Yeah. So it'll big, be interesting. Big positive, Huge. massive positive for you guys getting that game to move to Metricon. Freo hasn't usually played well there, but it's better than going to GMHBA. Well, this is the thing though. We don't go that badly at GMHBA. Yeah. Apart, you take out that game where we got pumped by twenty goals, mm. and <laughs> I know yeah, it's funny. To, it's funny to say. Well, you take deal, that we, out. Won a, we won a qualifying. Just, no, no but you take that we out. Just and take and out the four games. Eagles get pumped yeah. by ninety points. Yeah. You take that one game out and. I think we've lost one game by more than four goals. True. So, yep. Oi, Hayden. Yes, mate. Tell me why you hate the Eagles more after winning by 42 points <sighs> than Dylan. losing by 10 against North. Tell me why. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Kobe's here as well. Yeah, no, I know. I'm still here. So, let's, let's, not, let's not be mistaken. Watching the Eagles actually play. Mistake me if I'm wrong, Dylan. A different brand, more exciting brand of football than we have usually played? After the first quarter? Yeah. Or even you could say the first quarter was the result of trying to so play I don't, that way. So I don't, first quarter was terrible. It was honestly one of the so worst four quarters so, I've ever seen. So I actually don't mind. <laughs> I really don't mind how West Coast actually went about it all day. All right? All the really good teams, they suss out what the oppo does in the first quarter and then second, third and fourth, do what you need to do. Geelong are known for it. But deal. Let's not talk about the actual on-field reason as to why West Coast went well this week. Definitely not. Everyone, listeners, boys within the room. It's because Adelaide suck. I just want to walk you through my seven-leg multi from the weekend. I have a theory, and it's worked for me quite well over the last month, month and a half, in a lot of different varying sports. It's called the dollar twenty theory. If you combine, say... This is very dramatic. Yep. Like I like to build up a story. If you put a lot of dollar twenty multi uh, legs together, all right, and you put a fair bit of cash on it, usually it comes through. Yeah, deal. You'd think so. Richmond plus forty one and a half tick. Bulldogs plus ah uh, uh, sorry, Bulldogs to win head to head dollar twenty four tick. Hawthorne plus sixty five and a half tick. North Melbourne forty six and a half tick. Carlton twenty four and a half points. Plus. Plus, by the way. So, either, yeah, anyway, those that know the handicap world know how this works. All $1.20. GWS, plus 34.5. Tick. West Coast or Adelaide to win by under 39 points. I'm sitting there with my phone in hand looking at the GWS game going, geez, GWS are up 40-6 to six in the first quarter. Geez, game over. Bet's going to come through regardless of what happens. Looking at the West Coast game, just going... I don't really like this. This is going to be close still. You know, Eagles start kicking a couple, start kicking a few. I'm going, nah, this is getting close. Getting too close. Then we hit 15 seconds left on the clock. 15 seconds. 15 seconds on the clock. And a bloke who I have always wished will have a really prosperous AFL career. Really Really prosperous AFL career. A ruckman named Bailey Williams. A ruckman named Bailey Williams. That mom is better. Will never ever in his life. Never in his ever life, in his shut life. Shut up, Cope. Yeah, stop that. Stop it now. <laughs> will never ever run and carry and kick a goal. Kick a from, goal. Shut up. 
This and, is so long. And we'll never ever kick a goal on the run from 40 metres out and the ball bounce through. And therefore, the margin going from 36 or 37 points to 42. I was like literally distraught. See my phone case right now, like back and front? Direct result for me throwing my phone into the ground. <laughs> I'm sitting good. there and I think it was paying about four bucks or whatever and had a good little chunk on it. And I'm sitting there just going, nah, I can't. I'm self-imposed ban on betting multis ever again. So Done. I know that dragged on a bit, but I know there's a, a lot of... Slightly. There's Jeez. a few people out there that have stories about their one leg that got up, but you can't tell me that... just delivered a baby in that time. Like, mate, that that's different. There's 19 touches, all right? So footy's got to come your way. But, like, with 11 seconds to go of a game, oh, heart ripping. Yeah. More affected by that than our performance against Sydney. Fair enough. I have a footy. I have one more footy thing to get into before. Anyway, we, how did the Eagles go? We won by forty-two points. It was the right. most boring game ever. Correct. I have one more footy thing to get into before we move on to the quiz, and we have five minutes to discuss this max. I'm going to cut you all off. Samuel Walsh had yeah. one of the games of the year on the weekend: thirty-nine yeah. disposals, nine marks, five tackles. Fuck yeah! After he kicks the goal, I'm getting it on a shirt. It was awesome. He can. And will win a Brownlow one day. Yep. He's that good. Yep. And it's performances like that that really push you up the ranks. Yep. I want to know, where does Sam Walsh sit amongst the best midfielders in the comp? This right year. Now? This, right now. Who are you right now? Putting this year? This year, right now. Who are you putting ahead of Samuel Walsh? Christian Petraka. Yep. Fair. Are you putting Marcus Bontempelli ahead of him? Yes. Yep. You are. Yes, you are. Took Miller. I'll give you Took. I'll give you Took. Yep. Took Took. I'm not. I'm going to go level. Oh. He was slightly quieter on the weekend, but he's yep. had a ripper last so this 10 is, weeks. this is my thing with certain players like Took Miller. There's numbers versus influence. Took Miller, I think, and this is really harsh because he's had a lot of numbers. Yeah. Bear with me. How many Suns games have you seen this year? Oh, I've actually seen a fair, fair bit. I watched. I went to the Fremantle game in live and watched him work. Work rate was fantastic. All right. Tooks like I'm talking like one percent lower than Sam Walsh. Yeah, for so me, I'm talking. For I'm talking me, like fifth and sixth. If we're talking like a top eight, I'm saying right now. You, for me, you take Miller out of that Suns midfield, and they are a complete oh, rabble for sure. For so, sure. but like, but then that's Jack Steele. Jack Steele, one hundred percent. We're just talking about yep. him. Um, Ollie but, Wines, yep. You I taking s- Ollie Wines or Sam Walsh right now? They'd be pretty close, aren't they? They would be very close. I'm probably taking Sam Walsh. I think. I don't know. I think Ollie I Wines is, over Ollie Wines as well. Yeah, Ollie Wines has had a good, you know, seven or eight games. Hmm. Walsh has been good for the whole year. He's probably had one bad game, and that was when he got tagged to the fuckery by the ball. Yep, yep. So is, is Sam Walsh a top five midfielder in the comp right now? He's the best player at Carlton. Oh, oh absolutely, Pat, yeah. and it's oh, it's almost it's not sad to see him go, but like he's so much better than Patrick Cripps right now, like yeah. so much better. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, boys, do you want to hear the numbers of Sam Walsh over the last four games? Oh, it's unreal. Go on, tell me numbers. So, bear with me, give me a little bit of time. Thirty-eight touches, seven marks, four tackles against Adelaide when they won by ten points. They beat. Fremantle by 16 points. He had 25, eight marks, eight tackles and a goal. Strong tried to tag him. Yeah, then couldn't he had, him, poor boy. That's when, this is when Geelong, Geelong <laughs> absolutely, boy. Geelong destroyed Carlton at the MCG. Walsh had two goals, one, 36 touches, eight marks, two tackles. And then the game on the weekend, this is his four games in a row, one goal, one, 39 touches, nine marks, five tackles. Do you want to know when I brought him into my fantasy? <laughs> when? Five weeks ago. 
<laughs> That's not bad at all. Perfect. But is it too is it too much of a stretch to say his best right now is better than when Patrick Cripps was at his best a few years I ago? I don't think that's a stretch. You don't think that's a stretch? I don't really remember Cripper going at 100%, so I don't know. He went there for a little bit a couple of years ago and he was like bullish. It was like that. Yeah, that's it was when that he was 35 having the, contested yeah, two goals a game type yeah, stuff. Yeah. But Walsh is just an absolute workhorse. Paying him 10 bucks for Brownlow. But he does it inside and out. It's not bad. He does yeah. it inside and out. He's, that's the other one. He is a complete midfielder. Yes. That's just, he's a complete midfielder. He he's has, not the greatest kick in the world, but he serves. Oh, I, I think oh, he's an A minus yeah. from a kick. And that's because he does. We're trying to nitpick him, if you know yeah. what I mean. There's, yeah. he's I'm a still better. taking Connor Rosie over him in the draft. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good one, buddy. Tank Corns. Volcano. Yeah. He's, <laughs> what a knob. He's, if he was just purely wing, right, he would cover the most Ks of any winger in the comp on average per game per year. Yep. I think he almost does that anyway. Yeah, I know. His, his work rate is A+. Plus and oh, certainly, certainly to win a brown on his career. And I don't reckon I've ever said that. Before about anyone before, yeah. So, Matt Rao. oh my god, <laughs> Matt Rao, certainty. Matt Rao, better than Sam Walsh. Put it on the socials. You guys probably said it as well. Matt Rolsh, Matt Rao, Matt Rolsh, Matt Rolsh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a good player? Correct, it would be. Hey, imagine a ranger, Sam Walsh. Yuck! <laughs> you have a quiz for us. Of course. I have a quiz. Thank you, Dylan. Nice. Now it's a bit of a tough one because, like, all week thinking about. Like last week was so content heavy. So what am I gonna what am I gonna follow up this week? This is all a, week. You are a liar. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> just finished it now. <laughs> Can I just say as well? Like I'm actually so sick of losing to Kobe. I start strong every week. I really and strong. then you you win the double seats. Oh, and it's not. I'm and, pointing at you. You win the double point questions, and you or, fucking yeah. know it. And guess what? And you lose. And I celebrate. I'm yeah. Hamilton. You're Max. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I reckon. I overall have answered more correct questions. Can a hang on, hang on. The first a, two though. Can a diehard listener please? No, but the that. first two, I dominated you. Yes, and I liked it. <laughs> oh, good. Fucking hell. All right, Let's go. Are we ready? Yes. Um, I'm gonna go to um. So buzzers, so deal, good bloke. Good bloke. And we're going back to you because you've been pissing me off this episode, Kobe, so just buzz in for us, fuckhead. Good bloke. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, That's my Damn. buzzer. Just go um, on, check it. Um, Come on. Go uh, on, think of something witty. Go on, do it. I am, I'm yeah. trying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try it, please. Fuckhead. fuckhead. Thank you. Okay. Making a breathing apparatus with kelp. <laughs> nice nice and easy one. Nice and easy one. Start oh, the gents. Far All right. Some questions you can ask 21 questions, but some of them I want you to go straight down the gun for it. So we'll see how we go. Word it out. Which I'm going to make 42 questions. Which sportsman is well known for the following quote? Mm-hmm. You cannot be serious, man. Good bloke. John McEnroe. Correct. You cannot be serious. Oh, the ball's on the line. Here, have a Snickers. You'll feel better. <laughs> the ball was on the line. All right. How many points are they worth? That was worth two. Thank you. Two points. This is worth four. Ooh. Ooh. Double parted, as you will figure out. Gary Neville and Phil Neville are both extremely prominent English footballing personalities. Question. What about Neville Longbottom? (laughs) (laughs) One of the great wizards. (laughs) What the fuck? I'll start again. 
And you wonder why we go long because you just had <laughs> stupid comments like that. All right, Gary and Phil Neville are both extremely prominent English footballing personalities who have both captained their respective EPL club sides back when they played. Which teams did they both captain? Good bloke. Man United? Correct, but who? Who, ca- who captained Man United, Dylan? Gary captained Man United. Very lucky, two points, Dylan. No, not lucky. I that's actually do know that. Okay. Which and side did Phil? Phil. Ah, uh-uh. I say no, you still got it. Yep. Thank you. Captained Arsenal. Incorrect. He captained uh, Liverpool. Incorrect. Chelsea. Incorrect. Tottenham. Incorrect. Leeds. Incorrect. Everton. Correct. Yes. <gasps> you should know that being their, your, their friggin' side, mate. Yeah, because I watch them all the time. <laughs> Diehard fan. Clearly. So, points update? Uh, 4-2. So who? Dylan. Thank you. Sorry, who? <clears throat> Good bloke. Thank you. Olympics or football, gents? You pick. Olympics. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Something different. Correct. Just like when Harry put the egg in the... Shut up. ...in the bath <laughs> to, so that it opened, thanks <laughs> to Moaning Myrtle. <laughs> oh All right. Who was the flag bearer for Australia in the 2016 Summer Olympics? Ooh. Good bloke. I don't Steve Hooker? Incorrect. No. Ah. Uh, fuck Knuckle. Fuck Ed. <laughs> Sally Pearson. Incorrect. Oh, Good bloke. She's been a flag bearer, hasn't she? Can't Good bloke. So. Are we playing 21 questions? Yep. Yep. Was it a female? Yes. Yeah. Was she a swimmer? No. Oh. Oh, I'm lost now. Yeah. Uh, flag bearer, not, flag bearer. A, not a swimmer female. Um, Come on, blokes. Come on, blokes. Come on, 21 questions. Fuckhead, what sport did she play? Not. <laughs> not. <laughs> Just give us. Come on. No, I can't, mate. We don't know. What about you fucking oh, ask oh, the oh. questions? Was it? Was she a basketballer? No. No. Ask questions about it, mate. Oh. Ask Olympics. Come on. Hurry up. Um, is it a fun sport? <laughs> Define fun. <laughs> is it? Do you watch it when it's on? Depends who's in it. No, only yes or no. That's up to each person is different. Come on, ask me more direct questions than that, mate. You're making this more difficult than what it needs to be. Is her first name Kate? No. Close. Is it? I'm close. Think of the Olympic sports, boys. I'm thinking there's nothing coming. I'm thinking so, so hard. Does it involve water? No. Does it involve a bike? Yes. What's her name? I don't know her name. Um. So you can take... You can fuckhead. Take, Was you, it Anna Mears? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, mate. Four all. Four all. Broken pelvis. Animeers. Four all. Four all. Is it four all? Yep. Four all. Who has won the most wooden spoons in AFL history and how many? Good bloke. Four pointer. St. Kilda? Correct. Six four. How many? Nine? Incorrect. Okay, 26. Incorrect. It's up there. Good bloke. Is it more than 15? Yes. Is it? Less than 30. Yes. Is it 20 to 25? No. It is 25 to 30. Yes. No, that's technically a no, isn't it? It's between 25 and 30. I said 20 to 25. Yes. Uh, Yeah, it's between those two numbers, mate. And it's not 27, so... You said 26. 
Uh, it is, yeah. Is it 27? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you blokes. So, so, so this is worth one point. Because it's the decider. It's a yes. draw. Mm, never been a draw. This is an actual genuine, you know, yeah. bitsy bootsy. Well, I want yeah. you both gentlemen to stare deeply into each other's eyes please. and cast Avada Kedavra. All right, to finish, Why? I need you both listening. I need you both listening intently. Yes, sir. Let's cast back into the past. Oh, really? I don't know the spell for that. Who said? <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? You Are you ready? You guys both ready? I'm trying to. You guys are complaining about how long this quiz takes. You said cast. <laughs> are you ready? Get it together, man. <laughs> All right, here we go, gentlemen. I'm gonna cast you back. <laughs> Who said the following quote? Um, fuckhead. Seriously, Muhammad Shut up Ali. Before I fucking hit you in the I face. thought he was gonna do the float like a bee. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> You're making him spit it. Hayden, I want you. <laughs> He's the one. It's him. Our listeners want to hear the last question and you guys are acting like a child. I think, I think they're pretty happy it's, with this. It's him. All right, you ready? Yes. I'm sitting on this gold mine right now and you're making it hard. Oh, it sting like a bee. <laughs> All right, you ready? Float like a cow. Okay, I'm just going to go with it. Who said the following quote? Yep. Thanks, Basil. I just want to give... Good head. I was in no, blank. Blank. Sorry, I'm reading this out entirety. Oh, do you have to... You just oh, like... you all just been laughing for fucking 15 minutes! <laughs> Shut up! You just like the sound of your own voice. Thanks, Basil. I just want to give you it's a bit Brett of an insight we both into know. the Saturday afternoon team. It's we're Brett a bun- Kirk. We're a bunch of unique individuals. Malthouse, Harley, Zemplis, McLaughlin and myself. We're going to exchange with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart. And you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. We're not always going to get it right, but sometimes we're not going to agree with us. Sorry, you're not going to agree with us, but that's okay. Because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us on Saturday Arvos, because we just love the footy. Fuck it! No. I got in. No, it's me. Get out of here. It's me. Well, well, I'm the adjudicator, and Dylan got in. Nope. Through. Sorry, I've pulled out my time turner. No, no, I've pulled out my non-fuckhead card, of which Dylan hasn't been. It's and Brett you Kirk. Been. It's Brett Kirk. Go fuckhead, Brett Kirk. Go deal. Is it um, Tom Harley? Brett Kirk. Brett Kirk. Correct. You win. Dill wins the quiz. Because there's uh, ethics in this quiz, and you've been no, a fuckhead. No, there's not. Yes, there has. Well done, Dill. You just like the sound of your own voice. I've won no, a quiz, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to read out my last question, of which you guys did not give me the right. Oh, it was him. He made me laugh. I'm not denying. That's why I gave you the thank question. Thank you. Thank you. I won. And also, you also gave it to me because I buzzed in first. Yep. Toby. <laughs> well done, Dill. Thank you. I won a quiz. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Everyone. I just we- want to shout out to the Dark Lord. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, hey, let me finish. It was a bit rogue. Tom Riddle. It was a bit... No! Oh, Tommy boy. It was a bit rogue, but uh, we hope you enjoyed it. A lot of laughs, a lot of tears, a lot of anger. But together, we're the Reserves Podcast. <laughs> Lots of biscuits. <laughs>